everyone, and welcome back to Just For A Podcast, a high school musical, the musical, the series podcast, hosted by me, Ivy. And me, Lauren. And we're together this week. <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> there is no lag. Is there, there's not usually that bad of a lag. Not that bad. Just a slight. So. Just a slight. But yeah, we're together. Ta-da! <laughs> We were, I don't know what else to we say. We were on live earlier, so if you're at that chaotic live, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking around. What have you been up to the past few days? I've been on the East Coast. I went to Tree Hill yesterday. I did some A Walk to Remember filming locations. Went to the beach. And I flew in today. Let's go to the beach each. Let's go get away. What about you? Um, what have I been doing? Basically... Work? Yeah, basically just work. That is honestly all I can think of. I think that's all you've been doing. Basically. Yeah, my hockey team got knocked out of the playoffs. You promised Ellis. I know. So, yeah, no more hockey talk, Ellis. I know he's not the fondest of that, so. Sorry. Sorry. No more. Uh, Dylan O'Brien and Logan Lerman met up yesterday and were walking dogs together. That, I still don't believe is true. (laughs) There's no way. I, I don't understand how you can get lucky enough to not only meet Dylan O'Brien, not only meet Logan Lerman... But to meet them together... With dogs. What? How? How? I'd, truly how? I don't understand. I don't know. Most recently, we spent over 30 minutes watching EJ edits. Yeah, so that's you know, y'all, we're down bad. Honestly, they hit. Oh, Matt tweeted me! <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Speaking of Maddie Blue Eyes... Okay, but tell them how. Okay, yeah. He responded to a tweet I made the other day from an indirect. I did not even tag him at all. No. I fully was... I was watching the show with my sister because she hasn't watched any of this season yet. And we were watching episode six where Maddie Blue Eyes is looking all precious. And I tweeted... Hello, world. <laughs> Today is day 387 of wanting a hug from Matt Cornette. It was completely a joke. Not even added. No, not even added. Literally just said wanting a hug from Matt Cornette. And this man checked his indirects and responded virtual hug inbound with a little hug emoji. I thought it was a fake account, but twas in fact not. And thank goodness that was the only indirect of yours he saw. Yes, I may. I said something about Lauren and him the other day that I indirected him. So good thing he. Uh, I mean, what if he did see it? He probably saw it. Just right. didn't say anything. <laughs> Along with the tweet where I said Matt Cornette, sir, with a picture of Freud Gutierrez holding a <laughs> wedding ring. You know what? He chose to ignore the right ones. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for simply responding to me wanting to give you a hug. Or, not I don't want to give you a hug. I want to receive a hug. (laughs) I was like, you want a what, dude? (laughs) No, I want to receive a hug. I don't want to be the giver. This is a G-rated podcast. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
Apparently, uh, tell that to the show that said fugly this week. Oh, true. True that. Yeah, so what are we talking about this week, Lauren? Season 2, episode 7, The Field Trip. It's so weird that at this point, last season, we were on Thanksgiving. This, yeah. This point, last season, we had our episode with Jacob. Aw. Shout Aww. out Jacob Heron. Jacob D. Heron. Follow him Jacob on everything. B. Heron. D. Oh. I'm a fake fan. <laughs> oh, my God. What is... Oh, I'm thinking Andrew B. Andrew Barthfeldman. <laughs> <laughs> Two Broadway kings. No. Okay, so, a synopsis of The Field Trip. East High infiltrates North High to recover a key costume piece they believe was stolen by their rivals and try to settle the score with a dance-off. <laughs> Nini's original song is blowing up on social media, but Ricky is taking a blow from the lyrics. Miss Jen goes face-to-face and toe-to-toe with Zach Roy. Big Red gets jealous when Ashlyn receives attention from a North High cast member. Courtney gets a shocking revelation about her new crush, Howie. That truly just gives it all away. Literally. Yeah. I don't understand these descriptions sometimes. It's supposed to be just an episode what synopsis. Are, what are they, they on? On Disney Plus. Oh. Yeah. It just gives the whole episode away. The typical Disney, though. What's your first note? I mean, <laughs> EJ. <laughs> EJ in that morning show with Miss Gina. EJ and his frat, Easter frat boy chic. I can't. Okay, you know when that photo first came out, we were really making fun of it? It's growing on Okay, it's growing on me, but I still can't stand the yellow patch on the back. The front is it's, all it's, it's so frat boy. The front's all like the pink and blue. The and color green, block. And I can handle that. And then yeah. the back is just straight like the entire back is yellow. You know, but it's pretty cute now <laughs> to me. I don't know if it's the shirt that's cute or just it's him. or just EJ the, him in, wearing in this it. episode. You're right, you're right. Yeah, so my first note just says these morning announcements are so cute. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put myself in high school. Um, we didn't have morning an- announcements in my high school, like video announcements. We didn't either. We had the TVs in our classrooms up until, I think, my sophomore year. They took all the TVs out of the classrooms. Yeah. I'm thinking about little high school me fawning over the morning announcements boy. Oh. Every morning. Oh, wow. Every mo- Like, me sitting in high school, like... <sighs> Like just staring at the TV, like mm. like mom, I need to get to school on early. School on early. School on time. <laughs> school on early. Oh jeez. Yeah, I'm thinking of me fawning over him. I love the little photos they have of their opener, their intro. Yeah, they're so cute. So cute. I'm just envisioning Soph and Matt taking those photos together. Oh, that must have been having so fun. such just like a fun little time. I hope we get behind the scenes i think it's it's so funny that like matt matt Matt. ej's so proud to be the president of the av club like he's this jock dude and he's like i'm president of the av club i saw this tweet i should have screenshotted it but it was like someone asked how is ej already the president of the av club and someone responded and it was like because there's no one in the av club Mazzy's playing favorites. Oh, I just realized we had no Mazzy in this episode. Oh, well, they were on a field trip. Oh, yeah. So they, that makes sense. They weren't sense. at the school. Yeah. And then the way Gina's like, and I was his only friend that agreed to do it with him. And EJ looks at her really quick. <laughs> He's like, you weren't supposed to tell anyone that. 
Their dynamic is adorable. Oh, and so Nini's video is blowing up, which by blowing up at the beginning it has what? What did they say? 2,500 views. At the beginning? Yes. I thought it was like 1,000 something. No, it's 2,500, then later they say 35,000. 35,000, yeah. Oh, it's 35,000 later? She says 35,000. What? Yeah. Dang. It's so Um, meta though. Yeah. Yeah, especially because in Larry's video with Jacob, he says this was, like, before driver's license came out and everything. So, seeing her talk about, like, blowing up, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, We get Ricky and Big Red talking in the hallway, and we get a classic East High sign in the background. Did you see this one? What did it say? It says, Donut messed with the East High leopards, and Donut, the O... The letters look like donuts, and then the O in leopards is a donut. I don't know what donuts has to do with their school. Is it, like, donut day or something? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Also, Big Red can easily read Ricky's feelings. How does, like, Nini not? Or, you know what I'm saying? Big Red's doing a better job at reading Ricky's feelings than Ricky is at reading Gina's. True that. So, Ricky's talking about how this song, like, songs don't mean that much, like, it's a show tune, it's not a big deal, and then it immediately goes to Nini going, this song means everything to me. (laughs) We love the jump cuts. So, they're having a big old cast meeting at the, um, dressing room. Why do I forget the word dressing room every episode? Yeah, I know, you really do. (laughs) I don't know why. I keep wanting to say, like, wardrobe. I mean, but it's essentially the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Seb's like, oh, are we talking about <laughs> the next fall, fall musical? musical? And he says, because I vote Dear Evan Hansen, which, let's be honest, is because they have two Dear Evan Han- or two Dear Evan Hansons. They have two Evan Hansons. They have two Deers. They have two <laughs> Ben Platt, who played Deer. <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, but yeah, that's what... I love how... It's continuous with Miss Jen saying no Seb. Every, every every episode. Everything he does. Yeah. No Seb. No Seb. Um, it's March. <laughs> so we find out they're all meeting up for the costume reveal. I love costume designer Courtney. Love that. And her costume... Okay. Well, Courtney's being real... I'm sorry. Real obnoxious about this uh, ringtone she has for Howie. This is a... To me, a typical high school couple. This isn't... Like, who just started dating. This is an ick for me. Yeah. Oh, same. The matching ringtone and the way she, like, can't finish her sentence. The... During her interview? But I sound stupid whenever we were literally just watching edits of Matt, and I was like, he makes me giddy. (laughs) You're such a hypocrite. (laughs) Honestly, me too, though. She, like, can't finish the sentence, and I'm like, why is she, like, that was you, And then I'm sitting here watching videos of Matt, and I'm like, he's, um... You're like, let me save this to my ass. Shut up! Don't call me out! Okay, I asked her for multiple Yeah, she said, will you send me that? Yeah, so Courtney's revealing these costumes, and for as low as she talks like their budget is... She did well. Those are good costumes. Not only do they match the, what's it called? Like, the movie? But, like, they where's that padding coming from? Um. Not the, and the Captain America abs? Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, what? 
Courtney making fake abs for EJ for what? Well, I guess he you can't really see his abs through the sh- the shirt. If it's just a shirt. But I feel like I would rather him not have fake abs than have fake oh, abs then just to be ha- Gaston. Just have him in, like, just red. Like, yeah. Just that's like, true. Just the normal Gaston fit. I mean, she gave him butt pads, too. I feel like the fake abs... <laughs> he looks like he's wearing a Mr. Incredible costume. Like, why is this necessary? It looks like a, a Disney store. Yeah, it looks like, like... <laughs> I don't want to say cheaply made, but it just look it's not necessary. Yeah, that's true. Because we all know Gaston as a character. He doesn't need a fake ab. Yeah, like everyone knows who Gaston, Gaston is. Ollie. You are <laughs> Ollie, we're trying much, to record. Very much in the middle of the... <laughs> Ollie! <laughs> Ollie. Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie. Oh my god, he's so funny. <laughs> No, okay, my phone is never, uh, never not on silent, so Courtney's ringtone, I probably would be easily just as annoyed as Carlos was. Oh yeah, same. I'm, most of the time it's on silent or do not disturb. When Carlos says, is your phone hungry? What's (laughs) happening? He is high strung and honestly, me 24-7. He's not having it. So. Well, he's also stalking North High's. Yeah, he's stalking North High's Instagram. He's very on edge. Um, Courtney whips out the Beast costume, which is so good. Yeah. So good. Love that. Love, um, Seb putting on the chip costume. (laughs) The giant cup over his shoulders. Uh, but Ricky's Beast mask is missing. And Carlos looks... (laughs) No. Oh, no. Clear. Clear. Every time Jared likes it, (laughs) I'm freaking (laughs) Clear Sartori. <laughs> Kills me, Jared. Um. <laughs> Every time. I just rewatched that show like two and a half Did years really? ago. Did you really? Yeah, oh, it's on years? Ne- yeah, like two oh. and a half years ago. Um, it, when they first put it on Netflix. <laughs> Uh, that was one of my first enemies to lovers ships. Oh. Was Zane and Ricky. Oh, Ricky. Okay. <laughs> okay, I felt that. Zane. Ricky. Zane. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but there is fur in the North High Instagram post, so they think that North High stole the beast mask. And Gina says, I would. <laughs> and then Nini, like, nudges her. <laughs> Gina's hair in this episode is my favorite. They have had her hair so far this season. Sophia is just gorgeous in this episode. Killing me. Why is she so pretty? I know. Um... So the East High kids go to North High. They show up. Ashlyn's in full character. She is Diane, the volleyball player. And she loves North High. I, I just noticed during when we were rewatching. I know she had the yellow sweatshirt on. She has a sweatshirt. Yeah, I didn't too. notice she had the sweats, too. Where'd she get that? Where did she... Well, like, my local Walgreens has, like, a section with... Lo- oh, so do... Yeah, so do we. <laughs> she, like, stopped by at Walgreens before She's they went. dedicated. <laughs> How much did she spend? <laughs> they look so I know, weird to why me. why would you pay for these clothes when she's probably never <laughs> going to wear them again? They look so weird to me at North High. It's kind of like when Glee... I tweeted it, but it's like when Glee would go to, like, New York or something. It just looks so off to me. Oh, Yeah. And then she and Big Red do that little, like, a forbidden romance. Oh, man. 
I was just like, that's nasty. I know. I don't like that at all. That right there is peak. That's peak it. High school. Yeah. That's an ick. Yeah. Like Courtney being all giddy, like without like, her okay. boyfriend in front of her, like that's uh, kind of, but kind of can give it pass because they're kind of they're in the honeymoon, you know. Big Red and Ashlyn, that was an ick. No, not it. That was that was not cute. So they say someone has to stay behind and keep watch. And Gina says she'll do it. And then the whole group just yells like a bunch of dummies. Wildcats. A bunch of dummies. Surprised Lily didn't show up right then and there. Literally, they just scream, Wildcats! In the freaking hallway. And Carlos is like, off to a great start. (laughs) (laughs) Carlos's energy is me in a big group. So Miss Jen shows up to North High as well to go talk with Zach. Um, And then in the hallway... This random North High dude that is apparently a TikToker. Um, a 17-year-old. A 17-year-old TikToker is flirting with Gina in the hallway. And the way he just, can I get your snap? I was like, ew. Okay, but is that not the way she, high school? The way she took on Ashlyn's role, though. The way she said her name was oh, yeah. Diane. Because <laughs> she didn't know what else to say. I love the running joke. The running Diane. Um, And I love how Gina just shuts him down. But then EJ swoops in. Oh my god. The way I screamed. Oh, I screamed too. I physically went. I think I, I don't think I texted you, but I was like. No, I literally went, EJ! (laughs) Not the hey babe. Not hey babe. I was like, what? Not the risotto night. The risotto night, and EJ scares this man away, and then he just gives the most confident... Smug. The confident, smug, little, yeah, that guy left because of me. And then the jaw tick. Oh my god. And then Gina, like, looking so happy, and like, even just like playful, you know? Like, she had fun. Yeah. And so they're flirting hardcore with each other, it's... Freaking precious. And who is watching them but Lily? But often terrifying Lily. Lily. I do like her outfit in this. Very much scares me. The the over the top rose outfit. She said, I'm going to wear my rose shirt and my rose necklace. (laughs) Necklace. (laughs) She was probably wearing earrings if we could see her earrings. Probably, yeah. So this is when Nini says her video is at 35,000 views and she's saying people are asking her to set up a separate account for her music they're in the north high dressing room and they don't find the mask but lily shows up with everybody else with antoine and his bienvenue (laughs) (laughs) bienvenue (laughs) his eye the way andrew plays antoine with the eyes (laughs) it's like the yeah the mouth whatever he does oh my gosh so funny uh, so Miss Jen is trying to make amends with Zach. Zachy Roy. And he's just straight up insulting her to her face. And he's just like, you don't have the chops anymore. How, how, how do you have the audacity to just say that to I someone? know. I could not imagine just saying somebody, you don't have the chops. I'd be like, oh my gosh. I'd be like, and why is that any of your business? Yeah. Do you have the chops, Derek Huff? So, this is when Antoine says the line that the East High wardrobe is fugly. How is that allowed in this show? Fugly. Y'all can uh, infer what fugly means if you don't know. Yeah. 
but I, I sure hope you know what it means. I hope by now you're aware of what fugly means, but I just don't know how that was allowed in here. But it just makes me think of grown-ups, where, where there's the, um, the two daughters yeah. that are, like, models, and then the one other daughter, and then the guy's like, oh, yeah, she's definitely your daughter, because she's fugly, like you. That's, that's grown-ups, too, right? When they go to the water park? No, that's the first one. That's the first one? Mm-hmm. Oh, I swear that's the second one. Oh. It is the first one. Mm-hmm. Wait. It's the first one. Oh, yeah, because they go out for the funeral. Yeah. Okay, you're right. And then the second one, yeah, because uh, Cameron and China were still, like, young in that one when they were at the water park. And then the EJ and Gina reactions to him saying that their stuff was fugly, I just, I want it in a GIF. You have to do that now. I don't know how to do that. Okay, I'll do it. Or wait, maybe I do. I made a bunch of Rudy gifts when Outer Banks came out. I can... If you don't do it, I'll do it. Lily proposes that they have a school-on-school dance-off with no costumes, no makeup, just talent. And Ricky's response is just the greatest thing ever when he's just like, um, no, that's weird. I'm sorry, no, that's weird. You know what that reminds me of? How... Oh, I forgot his, his name, but... Patrick Dempsey's character in Enchanted, you know, the way he's just, like, so against singing and oh, dancing? Oh, yeah. That's, like, that's the vibe I got from that. Yeah, well, in the way that Ashlyn agrees with him, too, after... And Carlos. Like, he says, that's right, and she's like, uh, yeah, super weird, and Carlos is like, uh, yeah, even for me, that's too much. And then Lily digs at Ashlyn. Do when she says maybe... The way she friggin' staccatos her speech... Maybe your bell just can't cut it. I'm like, why do you have to uh, I hate that. <laughs> why do you have to pause in between every single thing you say? I know. Then Gina's like, not my sister. No. No. Gina takes the challenge at this moment. And then Lily calls. She, she says something like, let's do the street style. I was <laughs> like, this is anything but street. You're on a bougie stage at this rich high school this is not singing a musical theater projection song (laughs) not street style at all um but then them accepting the challenge for each other immediately transitions to around you yeah with miss jen and zachy roy i'm overthinking about you why do i always get like this whenever i'm around you Kate's hair looks great. She's so confident in this number. She really kept up with Derek. The way she's just kind of smirking oh, at yeah, herself and stuff when they're walking <laughs> around. She's like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I still got it. De- okay, yeah, that was one thing that Larry said in his video with Jacob. He was like, Kate was super nervous to do this with Derek. You can't even tell. No, she kept up so well. Yeah. I love her. I like this a lot more than Roll of a Lifetime. I think I tweeted that, too. It's, like, in my horrible thread that I did. <laughs> that 
wasn't even a thread. But I quoted it, and I was like, Lauren, this is a mess. What is this? I don't... I figured out what I messed up on. I thought anytime you press add a tweet, it just adds to the thread. Oh, no. But it doesn't. No. And I found that out. (laughs) So sorry to anyone following that thread. And so we get this whole no- uh, Mission! Mission! What it, what kind of water is she drinking that these men are throwing themselves at her? I mean... Because she's doing this little flirtatious yeah. duet. She's got Mikey Bowen throwing himself at her. She's got Mazzy simping over her. What is in the water, Miss Jen? Because I want some. I know, seriously. Hook it up. I want men flirting with me as much as men flirt with Miss Jen. Hook it up, Jen Jennifer. Jen Jennifer. So then we're at the North High Auditorium, and Lily's talking to Ricky. Lily, like, corners Ricky. Can we talk about the fact that they really had Josh used to lying? You're a traitor. Why why did they have to do that to him? I mean, that definitely happened before. No, it was definitely before the album came out, but you just know Liv saw him, like, and say like, that line and was like, <laughs> <laughs> she said, honey, you got a big storm coming. Now, remember, Trader's written from Big Red's point of view. Yeah. No, Courtney. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> Mostly Courtney, but also Big Red. But okay, here we get Lily talking to Ricky and you can call Lily what you want, but you can't call her stupid. Yeah. She may be a bitch, but she's not a dumb bitch. No. She said... You really think these lyrics are from a rose to a beast? <laughs> she, she may use quasi twice, but... Literally. <laughs> what she's saying makes sense. No, she's not dumb. Like... Yeah. Literally, these lyrics are not from a rose to a beast. It is from a girlfriend to her boyfriend. And she's like, does that not bother you? Yeah. And then she throws in a little shooting her shot. Yeah, she says, if you want a girlfriend that's going to appreciate you... I'm right here. <laughs> North High. Sheesh. Me before Redacted broke up with his girl. Stop. <laughs> um, and then we got another very being, someone being very forward with the date. Uh, Mr. Antoine being very forward with Miss Ashlyn. I saw a tweet that was like, I really need to start <laughs> screenshotting. But they were like, why does Antoine and Ashlyn have... More chemistry than uh, Redlin. Because they do! <laughs> I know, I Literally, agree. like... Okay, here's the thing. You can very much tell in season one that Big Red likes Ashlyn. Yeah. You can't tell as much that she likes him. She likes... It's moments, but not as much. You can tell that she likes the things she sa- or he says to her. Uh-huh. But she doesn't really reciprocate other than the one time whenever he's like, I don't know how to, like, make things light up. Whatever she says, like, you walk into a room. Mm -hmm. Other than that, it's really just her appreciating the things that Big Red says to her. She doesn't, like, there's not a whole lot of reciprocation on her end in season one in their relationship. That's true. And season two, they are all up on each other. And now it's getting a little rocky. But he says that Ricky looks like Tom Holland on stilts. Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland on stilts. I just know 
Josh was happy about that. Uh, when you <laughs> tweeted and you said the Tom Holland comment, I can hear Ivy right now. <laughs> yeah. I fully, when I was watching did it Did you throw laundry, your phone? When, no, when I was watching and I was on FaceTime with the laundry, I said, did he just say Tom Holland? <laughs> well, we got Harry Styles, Shawn Mendes, and Tom Holland. <laughs> the big three. The big three. The big three white boy curly hair. Um, and then he points out EJ. Antoine points out EJ. Ashlyn says, that is my cousin. That is 100% my cousin. Um, but then she's like, no, that's my man over there. And points at Big Red and he slaps himself in the face with his hand. It's like that, that TikTok audio. What, um, is, is that your man's? Or You know what I'm talking yeah, about? She goes, yeah, that's mine. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> but no, the way I died when he... Gave the line when he just goes, that man looks ridiculous and you should dump him and thank me. <laughs> I, I my lost jaw dropped. <laughs> I started dying. And Ashlyn's face, she looks so taken aback. She's like, um, I don't know what to say to that. So then they're going to pick the song for the dance off. Um, Antoine just shoulder oh, yeah. checks EJ. <laughs> I don't know if you all You noticed. pointed that out. Yeah, I don't know if you all noticed this, but right before Lily's going to pick the song, Antoine just straight shoulder checks EJ, and EJ just <laughs>, laughs about it. It's the funny... I can't tell if that was scripted. was scripted, or if it was literally just Matt laughing at Andrew's shoulder checking him. It could be either one. partially, I feel like it was just Matt laughing at Andrew. I would have laugh so hard if he did that to me without knowing oh my gosh so lily is very dramatic about pressing the button on what song it looks like pitch perfect and ladies of the 80s um and so the song is the mob song and ej EJ is the only one who like celebrates ej is the only one that's excited about it because it's a gaston centric song ashlyn just straight up goes it's boring um, I love their dynamic. But then Ricky snaps at Nini once again for no reason. He said, "Oh yeah, oh I wouldn't want you to feel confined." confined. Dramatic. Nini storms out. Yeah, Nini's not even there for the dance off. She <laughs> says, "Peace out." She said, "Um, oh, I'm not gonna mind rocking it." So this is when we get the mob song. Screw your courage to the sticking place. We're counting on Gaston to lead the way. Through a mist, through a wood, where within a haunted castle, something's lurking that you don't see every day. It's a beast, one as tall as a mountain. We won't rest till he's good and deceased. Sally forth, tally ho, grab your sword, grab your bow, praise the Lord, and here we go. Oh, we get Howie's dramatic prom walk yeah the beast walking <laughs> down the stairwell like a teenage girl going to prom in a rom-com i definitely did that though like like the big reveal yeah you gotta do it to <laughs> I, make yeah. yourself feel good yep exactly but why are the beasts singing in the song in general that is my question yeah true that why did ej not sing why were the bells singing in this song listen <laughs> I, well, it was a dance off. Okay, party. I get the. Yeah, it's a dance off, and the beasts and bells are singing. I guess because they're the in a leads. song that they're not even in. This was literally supposed to be a Gaston centric song, and EJ did not get <laughs> to sing. <laughs> he celebrated for nothing. 
No. Freaking Ricky comes in with his guitar and he's like, he's a beast. He's got fangs. <laughs> it's like, it's like so dramatic. I know. What if they shuffled f- and it was like Beauty and the Beast? But we finally got to hear Roman sing. Oh, yeah. If. Dude, the captions ruined it. I heard. I didn't watch with, I never watched with captions the first my time. My sister watched with uh, captions because she was like missing stuff. Aww. And they started singing this and my sister was like, wait, that said Howie. <sighs> and I was like, it did. I read that happened to a lot of people on Twitter. That's dumb. I know. Come on, guys. Uh, Ricky, Ricky Vans. Ricky Red Vans. Red Vans, Red Lynn. Red Vans count. (laughs) It's a, the Camp Rock 2 marching for me during this song. Oh my god. Um, so, their biggest asset in terms of dancing is Gina, and Gina's in a dress and can't do half of the moves that she, she could normally do. do. Yeah. So, like, I hate to break it to him, but when they're like, when Courtney's like, did you see Gina's moves? She didn't really do much because she was very limited on what she could do in that dress. I mean, she killed it, but if you look at the big picture, she did not do enough. <laughs> no. Um, Carlos's moment in this song? Awesome. And that gave me chills free. the first time. <laughs> we won't let him hold our feet. <laughs> his face. His eyes. Hold our feet. So funny. But yeah, with after that, and then Carlos gets picked up and everything. That part he killed is it. So cool. Yeah. Um, Ash's high note at the end is so awesome. Oh, yeah. But my, then my sister wanted. Ashlyn to push Lily down the stairs when Ashlyn <laughs> comes down the stairs. <laughs> but then Ashlyn almost falls, and, okay, one, they act like she's gonna fall down a 20-foot drop when it's, in reality, like, two feet. Two. Two feet max. <laughs> two. There are about ten East High students right there to catch her, but who catches her other than Antoine? Oh, man. And Biggie is mad. <laughs> Not Biggie! Listen, Ashley called him Biggie. Stop with I Biggie. can do it. <laughs> no. So, so like, freaking Lily comes and she's like, um, just so you all know, we won. And I was like, on what criteria? Which, yeah. honestly, I'm like, no one, no one. Yeah, won. like, honestly, when Courtney points out, did you see Gina's moves? Like, they shouldn't have won because of that either. <laughs> but, like, there was no clear winner. I mean, what did Seb say? Like, we should have had a point system. We should have developed a point system. Yeah. See, Seb, Seb is always right. Um, so Lily alerts the East High kids that if they sing Nini's Rose song in the show, they will be disqualified, which, like, <gasps> so shocked. I know. But Nini wants to take the risk. But Ricky said, maybe we should take it out. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that when Nini came back, Ricky and Nini are on polar opposites of, like, the line of East High students. Nini's with her bestie, Seb. Is she standing by Seb? Yeah. Why did I think she was standing by Gina? Oh, no, Gina's in the middle. I think she's right next to Seb, because Seb's, like, Nini's roast song. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, but the sports metaphor. Oh, what? What did I just say? Sports (laughs) metaphor. Oh my god, yeah, they say, isn't there a sports metaphor for this? And EJ's face is the greatest thing I have ever seen. This episode was great, EJ-wise. Great EJ (laughs) content. Not EJ-wise wide. Great EJ content. And so, yeah, Ricky's glad the song isn't allowed. And then they leave, 
But Ricky looks back at Lily for a split second. Yeah. He's like, thinking. What's this? He's thinking thoughts. <laughs> he's thinking thoughts. <laughs> thinking he's, thoughts. He's walking walks and thinking thoughts. <laughs> so back with uh, <laughs> Zeki Roy and Miss Jen. She goes to look for some more sheet music for them to do another song. And <gasps> Zach is the one that stole the beast mask. I didn't really see that coming. As Jacob Heron said, it was Zachy Roy all along. <laughs> Did you notice that the Beast mask had the Ricky tag? But Seb's chip costume said chip. Chip. Yeah. <laughs> Cordy. <laughs> Where's the consistency? So, this is, okay, this is what I don't understand. If you're so confident you're going to win, if you have this enormous budget, all these nice costumes, why do you feel like you need to steal? Especially as a grown man. Yeah. Yeah. Not even the students. It's literally him. Yeah. Like, why? Stealing from high school students. Yeah. He's scared. Yeah. He's shaking. He's nervous after that, um, those 2,500 views. Yeah. So... I love this next bit where we have couple by couple coming out of the theater. Uh, Rainey's basically standing on the edge of a cliff. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're holding on by the teensiest thread. They, I, I, they're just not communicating well. Not at all. And I feel like, let's be honest, Nini said all she needed to say in that song. She was yeah. like, you're suffocating me. You're... I'm confined. You're putting me on a pedestal. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not perfect. If Ricky's that bothered and thinks that the lyrics apply to him, talk to her about it. Yeah. Say, like... Don't be... Why do you he's feel... He's so passive. This? Yeah, just say, like, so why do you feel like you're confined? You don't have to be like, ugh, wouldn't want you to feel confined. Like... Not us giving relationship advice. <laughs> Not me, who's never been in a relationship, <laughs> giving relationship advice. Rini, listen up. And then Gina and EJ come out. They're being all cute. He's back to normal. Of course EJ has to point out, I guess we're not fake fake, fake boyfriend and girlfriend anymore. Yeah. We're not fake dating anymore. Because he's sad about it. Because he that. likes her. Um, and then Big Red and Ashlyn. <laughs> uh, Rouge Grand. <laughs> Actually, it's an awesome song. <laughs> she's like, oh my god, like, I'm she, so sorry. Yeah, she's like, not this the right the, thing. Yeah, not the right time. Uh, Julia's so funny. And so, Courtney's all excited to text Howie about what happened, and then, <gasps> what happens? Not the that annoying, <laughs> That annoying-ass ringtone <laughs> goes off about ten feet behind her, and Howie takes off the beast mask. <gasps> the big reveal. Yeah. I only... Knew it was well. I knew it was coming one because there are a lot of theories about it, and two. We obviously know Roman's voice. Yeah, this better mean we're getting more Roman singing soon, because that one. One clip of him in the mob song. I need more. <laughs> there has to be more. Maybe like. <clears throat> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. Is that maybe? <laughs> Anyways, it's like I had your mic. Um, (laughs) I forgot what I was going to say now. (laughs) Roman singing. Oh, 
Oh yeah, may- maybe we'll get like a Roman and um, Dara duet or something. So. But some so a lot of people were like, did Courtney not even know that Howie went to North High? I That's feel like what they, I, I feel like they know. she knew that because obviously he's a high schooler. There's no, and he doesn't go to East High, so they that had to come up. But I think what she didn't know was that he was being he was playing the beast, and or he was like yeah in the production. Um, but then the episode ends with Nini making the separate Instagram account for her music, and she introduces herself as Nina. So she's I, she's rebranding. I thought that was so funny to me because one of my best friends, you should. I'm just gonna say his name because he's definitely not listening to this podcast. <laughs> but he would go by the name Dougie, like for as long as I known him. What? And then he broke up. Like they broke up, and then he. But he's always he's that guy who's like always texting and is like, oh, this reminded me of you. Like I just want to get in contact with you. And then he once texted her and was like, my name is Douglas now. Don't call <laughs> me Dougie. What? Oh my god, I make fun of that dude all the time because of that. Dougie. He's like, I go by Douglas now. <laughs> that's what, that's what it, the Nina thing reminded me of. Um, but the clip of next week, it lo- oh. it's, it's going to be EJ-centric, oh. baby. And, and I am Y'all know we ready. are ready for some Maddie Blue White content. Which means you will very most likely be hearing Nicole with us next yeah, week. Exactly. We've been saying since season two started, when we get an EJ-centric episode, Nicole will be on here with us. So. And she better. All right, let's start on the tweeter. The tweeter? Let's see. The DMs? Okay. Who was our first DM? Was it... Claire. Claire, okay. Go. Okay. So Claire said, Claire said, okay, so I can't believe I was low-key defending Ricky last week. Like, throw the whole man away at this point. (laughs) We can have him. I hate to say it, but I have jumped the Rini ship and am now the captain of the Portwell ship as I should. Also, I feel so bad for Courtney that Howie would do her dirty like that, like, wow, just when I was starting to like him. And Nini going by Nina at the end uh, really is the end of Rini. Like, Ricky gave her the Nini nickname. I've jumped ship, but still. I didn't even think about the fact that Ricky's the one that gave her Nini as a nickname. I read Claire's message, and she's the one who pointed that out to me, too. Yeah, Isn't that wild? Oh, wow. (laughs) Throw the whole man away at this point until we can have him. Claire also said, I agree, Ricky really crossed the line, and I'm so upset that no one defended Nini. I do hope that they end up okay, but I would also want to hear them sing <laughs> Gotta Go My Own Way. Please. That'd be good. Do you think that's what they're going to sing in the Do you think they'll do any more High School Musical 2 songs? Because I feel like they acted like they would, but... I, I don't know. I really want them to, but I, I feel like the only thing they would do is Gotta Go My Own Way. Yeah. Tim. <clears throat> Tim said, hey, my name is Tim. Anyways, my thought on season two, episode seven, I honestly just loved it. I mm-hmm. thought, <clears throat> uh, a lot was stirred up, but that's what makes the episode so interesting. Also, I felt like Gina would have beat it, uh, would have beat all of them in that dance battle easily if she hadn't wore that skirt. Also, Howie, I was so shocked that Howie was on their team, but I had closed captions on and it kind of spoiled it for me. So overall, it was very interesting. I absolutely loved it and I can't wait for episode eight. Yeah, it, I'm, okay, one, I'm mad that the captions spoiled that for people. Two, they really had a dance battle and put Sophia Wiley in 
a dress. Yeah. Limiting everything she could do. Yeah. That's so annoying. I know. I know she, like, didn't go to school that day knowing that she was gonna be in a dance battle, but But still. still. (laughs) Um, Chris said, uh, talking about the yes and episode, said, obviously Ricky was pretty unlikable. I really like what he says here. It reminds me of how in One Tree Hill, how Lucas is a main character and you love him at the beginning, but after a bit he becomes kind of a dick and also isn't really full main character anymore. And how, like, and then him and... And EJ's Nathan. And we're not just saying that, because we're biased. (laughs) I feel like that really highlights them and their character development. Yeah, let's talk about how much I um, despise Lucas Scott. (laughs) Yeah, we we are not Lucas Scott fans in this house. No, no. No, we are not. And Chris also said, I really thought they were going to pursue EJ Gina in this episode, but they did not. I've, I don't know. What do you, we got Do you think they're giving us, cr- like, crumbs? I think he's going to give crumbs, and then there's going to be one episode that... Honestly, I think we're going to get just full simp EJ, like, one episode. I feel like Gina knows <sighs> by this point that he likes her. She has seen... The way he's had all these little small gestures towards her, but I feel like there's gonna be one episode where EJ, where Elton John, <laughs> where EJ's just straight up like Gina, I like you. Like I feel like it's just gonna come. Oh, give it, give that to me. <laughs> I feel, I feel like it's just gonna. He, they're just gonna. Tim's just gonna have him come straight out and just be like Gina, I like you. Like, like a Courtney Howie moment. Like, yeah. But EJ just being confident enough to fully be like, I don't know what else you want me to say. Like, I've tried at this point. I like you. Manifesting that. I hope. I would scream. Um, okay. Jared on Twitter said, okay, so I love this episode. I have a lot of thoughts. So, yeah, so many twists and turns in this episode. And wow, they upped the drama. Yep. I was so sad when it turned out that Howie was North High's beast. Also, did Miss Jen and Derek Huff's song... See, he calls that Derek Huff, too. Also, did Miss Jen and Derek Huff's song seem kind of sexy for a Disney show? Not a complaint, just an observation it that did. made me chuckle. It did. It was, like, a little raunchy there. A little whoa, bit raunchy. Whoa, a little bit. Also, when Lily said they couldn't use Nini's song or they'd be disqualified, I was worried something like that might happen, but I thought it wouldn't be until the actual competition. Also, are they just trying to turn Nini into Olivia? Having a song she wrote for a show she's in, LOL, go a little viral. Oops. What's next? She has a song, go number one. I don't, IDK, I just think if this is how Nini ends up leaving the show, it would just be so meta. That's true. Thinking the same. Uh, so Chantel said, Ricky and Nini need to talk. I'm going to be complete. I don't think there's much more talking they can do at this point. I like think- I think what has been said is what needed to be said and I think they just like need to realize that this is not working out for them yeah I really think the only thing that could save them is if they have a really in-depth conversation which they won't no because they I don't think they're mature enough to do so they're not mature enough to and honestly I just feel like if they tried to it would just come out worse yeah I just Mm -hmm. don't think they're on the same page right now yeah which sucks yeah uh, Chantel also said, I was totally not expecting Howie to be the Beast. I was not either. No. 
Uh, Claire said, okay, so I already sent my thoughts over DM because I couldn't wait and had to discuss. But I just wanted to add that Olivia Rose Keegan is so talented. She plays the villain so well and her voice is so good. Her voice is really good. Yeah, and she's just a great actress. Like, she's killing it. My sister suspected from episode one we were watching. And my sister goes, oh, like, first thing she saw of Lily, she goes, oh, so she's going to be, like, a spy. And oh, my gosh. I, well, and then I go... Or she's just a bitch. <laughs> and then, like, later on, whenever the auditions were happening, and when she was like, you're kidding, right? My sister goes, yeah, she's kind of just a bitch. He's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you said. Uh, Imogen said, full of twists and turns in the plot of this episode, I loved it. A few things that actually made me say what out loud. <laughs> I love the duet between Miss Jen and I already forgot his character's <laughs> name. Everybody just says, Derica. Everybody just says Derica. <laughs> Um, and Ashley said, Rini is endgame. They are going to make up in the next episode. I I would love to see, honestly, how they do it. I just don't foresee it happening. Like, I literally just feel like, at this point, Nini's past the point of talking. Yeah. All right. So who we got in the Insta DMs? Do-do-do-do-do. Trying to find... Do we get anything from Kenna? We always get stuff from Kenna. Yes. Okay, okay, yeah. Here we go. Kenna. It's Kenna. <laughs> Love Kenna. Here we go. Hey, besties, I hate to say it, but episode seven was giving very much glee, but like glee season six when they just gave up on writing. Uh, loved Portwell news anchor besties and the other Portwell moments, but for the rest of the episode just felt so filler. Like, it's obvious they needed to tie up the loose ends from last episode and create drama leading into next episode, but this episode just felt like, how do we add in some musical numbers and create tension? <laughs> I'm glad Lily was like, hey, you idiots, you can't alter the show yep. because she said what all of us <laughs> were thinking. Uh, but anyway, I'm just sad this episode seven kind of sucked because episode seven from season one, Thanksgiving is one of my faves, but next Next week looks pretty good and EJ heavy finally thank you Kenna yep. between the guests on number the Duke situation with his dad and Gina being at his house for some reason I'm excited wait what Gina at his house I I see I saw a screenshot because she's there yeah Gina at oh my his god what if it happens house? next episode <laughs> um actually oh actually I think he's at Ashland's with Gina which makes more sense okay whatever regardless. okay there it anyway <laughs> the way they're together outside of a school setting um one last thought the music this season is not hitting the same as last for me with the exception of a few songs and i think it's because it's overproduced mm -hmm. the beauty of last season was that all the songs could be sang live by the cast during filming from a technical standpoint so they felt like genuine performances a lot of the songs this season have backing vocals and general production choices that just don't give the same theater kids singing their heart out vibe if that makes sense yeah yeah, no, totally. I, get, I yeah. get what she means. Mm -hmm. like, I feel like we talked about like this, Like, the too. Bet On It remix, and yeah. this Mob Song, like, EDM frickin' yeah. remix. I mean, Antoine's like, a DJ, Ivy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all the songs this season where a character was playing an instrument in the scene are excused from the criticism because they give the same vibe as last season. Yeah. I just think it's funny that last season, EJ singing to a pop track was supposed to be viewed as oh. bad, and in this season, we had Miss Jen and Zach dancing to a singing, dancing and singing to a mediocre pop song. I totally understand them wanting to go bigger with production value for season two, but I think they lost some of what made the show special. 100%. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, she also said, um, it's not like I don't enjoy it, but it's definitely... 
my least favorite episode this season, but I totally understand it because it had to be yeah. super filler. And EJ swooping in was potentially one of my favorite scenes. I'm excited for them to spend more time together next week. And she said, upon a second viewing of the episode, it actually is pretty good and entertaining. I think my brain <laughs> at 3 a.m. was overly critical, LMFAO. I watched with my cousin, and when Howie was revealed as North Eyed Beast, her jaw dropped, so that was hilarious to watch. I'm glad a lot of people um, were surprised. I Like, it didn't spoil too many, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, Vicky said, oh, wait, this was last week. She sent in a voice message this week. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I read Prickly Lil. <laughs> actually. Um, Katie sent us a voice message. Hey, besties. Just want to say, as always, I love the pod. Um, last week's episode, uh, EJ and Gina. <laughs> That's all. Send <laughs> voice message. <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh. <laughs> Not my smoke alarms going off. Not the pizza being burned. We're good, y'all. Okay. Okay. Well, well Katie, yep. <laughs> Katie, my house is also burning up uh, because of Portwell. So. <laughs> that was perfect timing. All right. Who else do we have? I'm a simp forever. I mean, that's at you? <laughs> Shut up. Is that EJ? It says, episode seven has me questioning a lot of things. First off, I know Ricky is happy for Nini, but just a bit upset about the fact that Nini didn't tell him about the song. Nini also got on my nerves this episode because she was just storming off every five <laughs> seconds like, girl, please just talk to your boyfriend. See, oh, that's why they're both okay, not but, mature But enough. if my boyfriend talked to me the way he did, I oh, yeah. probably would storm off too. I'd cause a scene. Oh god, here we go again. <clears throat> Portwell was so cute in this episode, I can't wait for them to be official. Cowie breaks my heart because Howie just betrayed Courtney. And I'm so scared for the next episode. I don't know what I'm going to do. That's my thoughts on the whole episode. I... I don't know. You think Courtney and Howie will make it up? Like, make up from this? Honestly, I feel like it was too early in their relationship. I feel like if I had been dating with somebody a while and mm-hmm. they betrayed me like that, like, I would feel more attached to try to hang on. Yeah. But with it being that early, I'd be like, okay, I don't know who you are. Like, bye. Yeah. All right, Liz DM'd us and said, one, I'm so happy that Nini found her voice. Two, I hope they put Portwell together. Three, Oh, my God. (laughs) What is wrong with my mouth? Three, Ricky needs to realize what he's doing. He's keeping Nini as she is. I low-key hope they break up. They love each other. Ricky just needs a therapist. <laughs> yep. Four, I need to see more EJ. He's my fave character. Yep. Five, Ricky has to stop taking out his home life problems on other people. I just... I think it's different with taking it out on people and just keeping it in and projecting that out. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think he's taking his home life problems out on other people. But he's just expecting Nini to always be the one to make him happy. And that's what's putting her on a pedestal. Yeah. He's... It's too much in her basket. Yeah. Um, Jake. 
Jake said, this episode was something. Like, I know everyone is joking that the show is Glee 2.0 at this point, and this episode kind of helped prove it. The whole dance-off was just Glee slash Camp Rock 2 vibes. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> show me, show me, show me, show me, show me what you got. Uh, other couples just seem to be on the rocks right now. Also, I love you, Andrew Barthelman, but Antoine just straight up saying that Ashlyn should dump Big Red for him was just, like, way too out of line for my liking. It's very French, though, if you think uh, about it. Yeah. Also, I just know Lily better not actually be trying to get Ricky because, like, Rini may be crashing and burning, but that was also just a little too vomit face for me, too. I hope Howie does have actual feelings for Courtney and he wasn't just getting closer to Spy for North High. Also, I just can't ship Portwell romantically, but I love them being co-anchors and besties. I ship them at this point. Like, I... There was a while I was rocky and yeah. didn't know how I was feeling about it. But seeing how happy she makes EJ is like adorable. And how and how happy how he, he makes, makes her. Okay. Yeah. Okay, there was an yeah. edit that Lauren and I saw uh Lauren and I watched <laughs> before this. Um it was Gina telling Ricky, Yeah, Ricky, every girl loves a sweet gesture. Trust me, I know from personal experience. And then it was her on multiple occasions telling EJ that, like, something he did was sweet. Yeah. It was, like, when he told her he w- she was, she was glowing. glowing, and she was like, oh, that's really sweet. And then in this episode, when he said he came out to see her because he felt bad she was on watch alone, and she said that was really sweet. And someone in the comments was like, oh, she was talking about a sweet gesture, like, when he bought her the plane ticket. Yeah. And so, like, she has received numerous sweet gestures from EJ, and y'all, y'all, I, I, I was thinking about it for a few episodes, but, like, this, the, it... Solidified. This is it. Yeah. They're precious. And it, it's... I mean, we've both previously shipped Rini and Rena, but just at this moment, their characters are not it. I feel like they're going to be the, like... I don't want to say the Naley of this show, because, like, Haley was never disliked. But, like, people didn't like Nathan at the beginning, and then... Well, people didn't like Haley when she was with uh, Tyler. Yeah. I mean, but Chris Keller. But at that point, she was already with Nathan. That's true. But I would ju- I'm just thinking, like... I, I know you're saying. I'm thinking in an aspect of, yeah. like, people didn't like Nathan at the beginning of a show. He was kind of, like, a snobby jerk. Yeah, people But then jerk. when he got with Haley... And he became a freaking sweetheart. Like, yeah. that's what we see with EJ. Like, Gina brings out a freaking, like, yeah. adorable little, like, giddy side of him. And speaking of that, EJ be hitting this season. <laughs> what is... Yeah. What... What is he drinking? Is the difference in this season and last season. Because, as you know, we were watching edits. And there's, there's a big difference. A, quite the difference. Yeah. Um... Also, screw you, Zach. You're a whole-grown adult. Why do you care about high school theater this much? Man was giving me Mr. Shoe vibes this whole episode, and I'm so glad Miss Jen found the mask and is now ready to really take his ass down. Lastly, I have to point out that Nini is just kind of just Olivia at this point with her storyline. Also, the preview for next week, I'm so upset that EJ's dad isn't hot like F's in the chat, y'all. We were talking about this earlier. If it wasn't going to be James Lafferty, a.k.a. Nathan Scott, at least make him hot. Yeah, at least at least make him hot. I just hope his mom's hot. <laughs> his mom better be hot. And then Caroline said, said a couple different thoughts. All I was thinking this episode was, happy Gina, happy Gina, happy. 
My girl was finally consistently happy this episode, and it makes me so happy. Yeah, we didn't get any sad Gina. Thank goodness. Yay! And then Zach Roy, you did what to Miss Jen? Benjamin Mazzara would never. The way everyone stood up when Lily came for Ashlyn, Gina said, not my sister. You mess with her, you mess with me. (laughs) And EJ in the background, all, I'm sorry, what did you say about my cousin? And then Julia absolutely nailed the dance battle. Ashlyn came out of nowhere and said, let's dance, Biosh, this is my show. (laughs) And um, the Portwell hallway scene confirmed that EJ Caswell is 100% the type of person who would pretend to know if you if to know if you needed it and asked. Heck, he would even be the one to step in and pretend to know you. Oh yeah, he would be that guy. I don't think the North High guy was being sketchy, but EJ saw his friend needed help and stepped up. EJ would be that one at a bar when there's a dude, oh yeah when there's a <laughs> when there's a dude like freaking creeping you out. And then it just slides up. Oh, please. He's like, he's like, hey. like, Roll the fanfics. Um, Caroline also said, did Courtney not know that Howie went to North High? I get that something, and I blame Lily, was stopping him from telling her he was a North High beast. But did she not know Howie was either a theater kid or a North High student? I think she knew he went to North High. I feel like she knew he went to North High, but didn't know he was in theater. Yeah. And then... P.S. Who gave Julia Lester the right to look so darn cute in braids? Those braids did look She's really cute. She's a cutie. Alrighty. Comments. I'm gonna... Light your tor- oh, sorry. Light your torch. Should we do newest first? Yeah, that's what I did. And then, okay. Okay, so... Anthony, Ant Knowledge, said two thoughts. How does Courtney not know that Howie goes to North? Like, come on. There's something you discussed early. Yeah. Uh, two, it's good to see Gina not emotional again. Will they put her together with EJ? Knowing Gina still has strong feelings for Ricky, she has been ignoring him past few episodes, so we'll see. Okay. I feel like Gina's warming up to EJ. Yeah. And I really, really hope so, because I do not want EJ to lose a girl to the same guy twice. Oh, how dare. <laughs> he will have I didn't lost, even think of that. He will have lost Nini and Gina to Ricky. Not Nina and Gina. <laughs> okay. What were you saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Crispy said, unpopular opinion. The Gina-EJ hallway scene felt forced. The risotto line was random and funny, but IDK, that scene felt super weird to me. I already like them as separate characters, and as a news anchor duo, love that. And I'm all for the, for it if they make them a thing, but I feel like the writers did so much better with every other relationship, lol. It does look like they're setting it up for Gina to be super oblivious, and at some point maybe reject him before they get together. But I just hope they get a better moment, slash moments, to get them there, because I'm just not really sold on them yet. Dude, I am. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point, though. Yeah. Like, I... I do hope it's not completely just out of the open. I mean, did I say that right? Um, Bop to the Sky Baby said, Carlos's part in the mom song has been stuck in my head ever since Friday. Yes, even when I was at work and it was a struggle. <laughs> and Chloe said, I'm sorry, the dance scene literally reminded me of Camp Rock. Don't apologize, because same. Yeah. All right, Darren said, first off, how did Howie going to North High not come up to that some point Everybody's before? asking the same question. Also, we need more Miss Jen and Derek Huff. Around You was, in one word, amazing. I did like the song. I and, thought it was catchy. Yeah. And since she's nixed both Mikey Bowen and Zaki, does this mean it's open season for Mazzy? Yes! Is Darren, is Darren Mazzy or Mikey? I forgot. Huh? Is Darren T. Mazzy or Mikey? Remember. Me neither. I would assume Mazzy. 
I too agree that poor ball shouldn't get romantic because this budding friendship we changed our minds, Darren. Shouldn't get romantic because this budding friendship is exactly what I think we've all been waiting for Gina to have. Stability in a relationship with a man. Oh, that's a good point too. Mm-hmm. Dang it, Darren. <laughs> also, if Ricky goes for it and gets turned down by Lily after he drives Nini away, I think it would be poetic justice for what he did to Gina. And he really, he just really needs someone to talk to. So- he really, oh my God. And he just really needs to talk to someone. Lauren's saying the only woman he needs in his life right now is a therapist killed me. <laughs> Antoine going for Ashlyn, leading to Big Red being big jealous, I think will lead Redlin to ultimately get closer and further boost Ashlyn's self-confidence over being Belle with two guys giving her attention, with one being there for her every step of the way. Oh. North High's budget is what I need for every occasion since what? it seems like it's unlimited. Lastly, love your guys' comments at the end of the last ep. Let's normalize calling each other friends because we all love the same things, this show and this amazing podcast. Aww, oh, Darren. Darren. So nice. But you guys really are friends. Okay. Like, we we talk about you guys to each other like literally, you're our friends. Literally. Okay, we're going to wrap it up with Mads. Oh, yeah. So I'll scroll down. Um, Isabella said, okay, that cliffhanger. And Nina, and then Cindy Lou Who said, I loved Ricky singing in the dance-off, but say what you want, Nini has changed too much. The old Nini wouldn't have walked away from the team. I feel like she didn't really want to be there in the first place, to be honest. Yeah, and I would be, if, 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 if my, if my boyfriend, boyfriend was, talked yeah. to me the way that Ricky did, yeah, yeah I would oh, walk away. Mm-hmm. I'd either walk away or make him leave. Yeah. Yeah. Alyssa said, it was the best episode so far of season two, and we're finally getting the EJ content we need, and Gina is finally happy. And Madison also said, I love happy Gina. Uh, Liz Gomez said, but why is Ricky so codependent on Nini? Like, yeah. Okay. It's it's, too much. No, it's good to have a boyfriend or girlfriend or spouse, whoever, partner, be your person. Yeah. But you don't. Not the whole, not everything. You do not have to rely on them for everything and all of your emotions. And you, you shouldn't. Uh, Jordan Williams said, poor well shippers, let's hear some noise. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody replied, whoa. <laughs> that got 18 likes. Heck yeah. <laughs> Unofficial Veronica said, they're definitely setting up Portwell with them being co-anchors, the fake dating, and the scene we saw in the sneak peek for the next episode. Fake dating trope. Yeah. My favorite. Love it. And honestly, I'm not mad about it. It's nice to have an episode where Gina isn't pining over Ricky the whole time, too. Mm-hmm. Also, as much as I hate Lily, she's right about the Rose song. Yep. Yep. It doesn't make sense in the whole Beauty and the Beast storyline, and if they did perform it, they'd get disqualified. I do like that the writers, like, we, we're asking these questions, and yeah. they're answering them. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of bothers me that even though they'd lose, Nini still wants her song in the show, even though it's already blowing up on social media. Okay, that is a little... That's selfish. Yeah. She was like, let's She's just like, risk it. We should it. just take the risk. We should and risk it for Carlos biscuit. is like the entire show. Yeah. Uh, Catherine said, I still cannot process that episode. I'd give my snap to that guy from North High any day. <laughs> also, East High looks better than North High, not gonna lie. Uh, looks more fun. My favorite part of the episode was the dance battle because Antoine is a DJ. <laughs> Ricky with a guitar. That's the end of the comment. And then Liz also said, I'm happy Ricky finally realized how Nini feels. She's her own person, and she's finally starting to open it to the world. I hope Nini breaks up with him because he doesn't deserve her, nor does he deserve Gina. I hope Gina and Nini become friends. They are friends. Yeah. All right. And Mads, true castaways, one of our favorites. Okay. 
<clears throat> said, I thought this episode was kind of boring and it really shouldn't have been because uh, I guess a lot happened, but it felt more like it was setting up the rest of the season. Also, by the way, my pronouns are she, her to make it easier on you guys. Okay. Thank Thanks, you, Matt. Uh, while I love Kate and think she's hilarious, Miss Jen kind of irks me. I think she got too much screen time and I'm still mad about her casting. <laughs> but that may just be because I'm missing Mazzy because he deserved more screen time. Yeah. I liked the EJ and Gina co-anchor for the new thing, but you guys know how I feel. Besties only. The sibling vibes are too strong and the ickiness romantic Portwell exudes is too much for me. Also, that guy Gina was talking to was so cute. He deserved better. EJ, I'll never forgive you for that. JK Maddie Blue Eyes, I still love you. <laughs> You guys have that nickname engraved in my brain. I'm so glad. Uh, Okay, on Howie. He's a king, and I love him. Honestly, I love him. I don't care if he's evil. I don't think he's evil. No. I think he just Just was struggling. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, but I don't think he is. I don't think he was using Courtney. I feel like everyone was being so dramatic. Like, damn, calm down, everyone. It's high school theater. <laughs> I guess I don't understand the highs and lows of high school drama club. <laughs> like, I feel bad for Court, but I feel like a conversation is in order. Courtney pursued Howie in the last episode, so I feel like maybe he wasn't being malicious and he actually likes her. I don't know, but I'm here for the forbidden romance, I guess. LOL. Also, yes, Roman finally singing. He ate. He did. Whoa. Uh, I'm convinced there's some sort of sorcery going on in the writing room. Okay, first season, both Liv and Josh talk about how similar the plot of the show is to their lives. And now this season with Nene singing, songwriting, plot, and light. That's Olivia's life, and that was written way before that. Like, what? If I was Olivia, I'd be freaked out because it's all too similar. Totally. Uh, why does East High have a Good Morning America? <laughs> like, why is their morning news like a talk show? Why are they having guests? <laughs> it's like, it's like, um... In Spider-Man, Homecoming. Oh my god. Thanks, Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, oh, a message to those who we have lost. Um, uh, this is so weird. Schools don't do that. I thought it was just going to be morning announcements, but they're having a whole late, <laughs> whole late show with EJ Caswell and GP. Send so no, help. Miss Jen had something to do with this, I'm sure. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm living for Mads hatred against Miss Jen. <laughs> Uh, Nini going by Nina. Yeah, sorry, Rini stands. They're pretty much already <laughs> broken up. <laughs> Last episode, I felt like Nini was more in the right with their relationship problems and Ricky was doing too much, even though I understood him. But this episode, I sided with Ricky. Nini knows full and well that her song does mean something because she didn't want Ricky to hear it. But when True. he questions her, she gaslights him by saying it doesn't mean anything and he's overreacting. That's that's so yeah, true. Great point, Matt. She literally told Courtney, she was like, don't show this to Ricky. Yeah. And then when Ricky finds out and is She's upset like, about no. it, as she suspected, she was like, it's nothing. Yeah, yeah that's that so is true. true. Um, there's nothing wrong with Nini expressing her feelings in a song and she didn't mean for it to get out, but she supposedly loves Ricky, but she's not acknowledging his feelings at all. Mm-hmm. Also, I hate the way she acts about the song in this episode. Like, I get it. She's proud of it, but she really wants to include the song and risk yeah. everyone <laughs> getting disqualified. That's really selfish and, dare I say, self-absorbed. Sorry I've gone from neutral and needing to disliking her this season. I just am able to empathize with Ricky and most other characters more than I can with Nini. Don't I apologize for like that. I feel like she's constantly being handed everything and she does appreciate it. 
All, uh, and all of her problems are self-inflicted while the other characters' problems are things happening to them beyond their control. It's easier to empathize with someone and feel bad for them when they aren't driving force of why they're struggling. Also, what is up with Nini's outfits? <laughs> Wardrobe must hate her. <laughs> Olivia has such good style. Make it make sense. I like some of them, but some of them, sh- yeah, Maz is right. Um, also, to clarify, I understand her problems being self-inflicted because, yeah, girl, same. I invent problems for myself that wouldn't be there otherwise, but I'm mad at myself for it, too. I just think that it's irritating to see her play the victim all the time when the people around her have problems of their own control. Like, she compared her not liking Yak to EJ not getting into his dream school. <clears throat> not the same thing, maybe. <laughs> and in season one, when Ricky was sucking about how hard it must be for Gina to be moving again when she's constantly moving and never anywhere long enough to form bonds she again relates it to her wanting to move away to go to Yak. Like, it's not about you, Nini, and those aren't equivalent scenarios. She's comparing her wanting to move by cho- by choice to go to a school that could help her achieve her dreams and Gina never having a stable home and moving because she has no choice. These are only a couple of reasons why I dislike Nini. <laughs> Again, sorry Nini stands. Don't apologize. Honestly, this is a safe space for opinions. Yeah. That's why we ask for everyone's thoughts. People who think Rini breakup is being forced and coming out of nowhere, no it's not. The first season hinted towards Nini defining her worth on what Ricky thought of her. Ricky stopped pursuing Nini after episode 5 and didn't start again until after Gina left in episode 8. That's what I said last week. You did, yeah. <clears throat> when I was like once him and Gina started to develop like yeah. feelings at the homecoming dance he completely did not even think about Nini until mm-hmm. Gina was gone mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and Nini didn't start to like Ricky again until after she noticed Gina and Ricky having something going on in season 1 them getting together in episode 10 kind of confirmed to me that they may not be end game and will likely break up soon they were kind of rushed back together and I feel like so they could break them up in season two. Tim said he looks to previous TV like Dawson's Creek to see what will work and give them the most seasons. That was his non-spoiler way of answering questions about Rini versus Rena. Dawson's Creek fans know what I'm talking about. And then back to Rini breakup. It's been hinted at all of season two, mm-hmm. ever since episode one. Ricky saying, I am never breaking up with Nini again. And then them already sucking at communication. Yeah, I knew they were breaking up, and I'm honestly surprised they lasted this long. It's definitely not out of nowhere. Here's to Nini finding independence from boys and Ricky getting therapy he deserves. Also hate that Nini just walked away and didn't support the team in the dance-off. I mean, she can't dance, but it's about a moral. (laughs) But Gina should have gotten more of a solo dance than she got. Mm -hmm. Who was in charge of wardrobe? Because she should have been in leggings! Yes! She's the best dancer, and you put her in a dress for a dance-off? Seriously. As someone who once had a Spider-Man slash Tom Holland uh, fan account, the Tom Holland on stilts really got me. (laughs) Well, I think this was the weakest episode so far. The humor was really good. Yeah. Also, why do Antoine and Ashlyn have better (laughs) chemistry than Redlin? Help. They do. Yeah. I really thought I wouldn't have much to say about this episode because I didn't like it as much. (laughs) But, oh well. Oops. All right. We have two voice messages. We've got one from... Uh, Jania and Isabella, or Janaya, I'm really sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Please correct us. It says, the cool titles of HSMTMTS. Hi Lauren and Ivy, my name is Janaya, and I wanted to show something cool that I found out about High School Musical, the musical, the series. So basically, I was looking at all the episodes for season two, and I realized that season six had a different name than the rest of the episodes. Because normally, um, they name their episodes with either the holiday, like Valentine's Day or Christmas, and then they 
do whatever they're doing in the play that day. So the auditions or typecasting. And basically I realized that season six for both season one and season two don't have anything to do with those two categories and they both are kind of stated as a question i wanted to know if you guys knew anything about that i also love your podcast so much keep going oh thank you thanks denia i have never noticed that what was episode six in season one uh this one was yes and and then six was uh what team oh i didn't even realize that because six was Truth, justice. Because Miss Jen gets the call from the principal, the principal after going to the bowling alley with oh. Nene and Courtney. Whoa. Yeah. That's weird. That is. Yeah, and then episode seven was back to like the field trip. And then yeah. and then episode seven in season one was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Whoa. And you then think that's a coincidence. And then or the like, next one was like tech rehearsal. Yeah. Whoa. Do you think that's meant to be? Or, like, I mean, do you think it's a coincidence, or do you think it means something? I don't know. But I was thinking the other day, whenever I was rewatching the show with my sister, what I brought up in episode, um, in the Valentine's Day episode, where I mentioned where the difference in the never giving up, never giving up on you, yeah. never giving up, never giving up on us. Yeah. Like, that... It's her that's... It's Nini that says you, right? Never giving up. Never giving up on you. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that literally just solidifies what I said. Like, the fact that Ricky's just envisioning them as a couple. He's like, I'm not gonna give up on Nini yeah. as a girlfriend. He's like, I just want us together. Oh my god, do you know what else I just realized? What? In episode six of season one, that's when, like... Ricky and Gina hug, and um, EJ and Nini look back at them. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of like this, like, a little bit of the start, the push for them. And then this one is, like, EJ and Gina. Ooh. And, like, Ricky and Nini are rocky. Episode 6 is good for Gina. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Wow. Also, if you guys have theories on that, please tell us. And then our next message is from Vicky Squires. Hey guys, it's Vicky here calling in from New Zealand with my feels on the latest episode. Um, First, the music was totally bonkers. (laughs) I cannot even deal with the mob song. It's like the worst of 2018's dubstep and it hurts my ears, but it's a bop. Uh, The same goes for Miss Jen and Zachy Rose's song. There is no way that it's from their high school days because of all that cringy, bad, modern production, but I am also (laughs) deeply into it. Um, I really enjoyed Nina, the Instagram star story, but I really feel like we're forgetting about the OG misplaced song for a side character. Ashlyn's act to power ballad wondering what is going on. Um, I am so thrilled that Howie is at North High. I thought we would get this from the get-go, and he would be playing Sebastian in The Little Mermaid, and then he could sing Kiss the Girl for Courtney. Um, And along those lines, I can only assume that Antoine was shipped over from France to play the angry (laughs) chef in The Little Mermaid. So, a little bit bitter about the show switch. Anyway, love the... Oh, that would have been perfect. (laughs) Vicky, I did not know you were from New Zealand. Whoa. Ivy is a stan. Dude, it blows my mind that people listen to us I know, I think it's so cool. Like, Vicky, Ellen. Yeah. Or even people in the UK that listen. Like, that blows my mind. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It blows my mind that people listen to us. I know that people even 
want to talk to us. It blows my mind that people will listen to us in, like, New York. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, let alone New Zealand. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, I... What was I... I would have loved to see Roman as Sebastian. He would have killed that and role. And Antoine is the angry French chef. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like Antoine as Lumiere. I do. I hope he gets something more with him. Yeah. What am wonderful. And that's a good point of um, around you, probably not being from their high school days, unless... There's no way. No, unless maybe, like, Zach redid it. Okay, well, I think that's all. Yeah. This was... I like this episode. This was a good episode. It was, it was messy. It was... We didn't talk nearly as much as last week, but didn't... As much didn't go down as last... Dude, last week was... <laughs> A lot to talk about. Yeah. I feel like this week, it w- the scenes were longer. Last week, the scenes were very short, so we had... So we had to talk about each of them yeah. individually. Yeah. Yeah, that's... hmm And we got two, like, long songs in mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. But yeah, um, get ready for this Maddie Blue Eyes-centric <laughs> episode next week. I'm sure a lot of you are just as, just as excited as us. So hit us up on at Just For A Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Give us your theories, voice messages, whatever. This podcast is distributed on Anchor, which is a podcast app where you can record and distribute your podcast anywhere podcasts are heard, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. (laughs) You can leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you would like. Another thing you can do on Anchor is leave a voice message, as Vicky and Janiah did, which... Like I said, we always love hearing those. Yeah. We we, lo- and we love hearing your voices, too. Dude, like, oh, Vicky, your New Zealand accent. <laughs> love it. Love it. Great. Amazing. Janaya, your voice is precious. Um, and if you have a theory on that, Janaya, please tell us, because I want... Dude, that's so interesting. Yeah, I, I want to know more, and I want to know if, like, anyone else does. Um, another link in our description is a link to our merch store. All of our designs are back. Anything you want to order in crewnecks, long sleeves, t-shirts, stickers, cups, tote bags, whatever you would like. Link is in the description below. Until next week, um, let's get that mob going for an EJ-centric episode. Please. Because I will grab my torch <laughs> for, for that man. Yep. I will go, I will join a mob for that, man. Yep. Um, And And I know know, y'all will join us. And you all will join us, and you know who else will? Nicole. So, (laughs) y'all can join us with Nicole for an EJ-centric episode next week. Bye! Understand, in fact, it scares us, and this monster is mysterious at least. Bring your guns, bring your knives, save your children and your wives, we'll save our village and our lives. We'll kill the beast!